Welcome to our Jackson home. I am joined this week by Melinda Hearn. She's the executive director of the Jackson Arts Council. Melinda, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Kevin. So, uh, Melinda, we're going to talk about the Jackson Arts Council and what the role of arts in our community are here in a few minutes. But let's start off by just if you want to introduce yourself um, to our listeners. Great. I'd love to. Thanks for this opportunity, by the way. Um, I have been the Jackson Arts Council's executive director for about three, a little over three years now. Um, And it's just been so much fun. Every day is different. Um, So it's a really, um, a really awesome job to have here and to serve the art community here in Jackson. Um, I came to find out about the Jackson Arts Council actually in the summer of 99. Um, It was a college internship for me. Um, Judy Trix was the executive director at that time of the Jackson Arts Council there at the NED. And the NED, the theater part of the NED, was actually brand new at that time. So that summer, Judy really had a lot on her plate. So my summer internship operated a little bit separately than her role and responsibilities with actual NED. I conducted a free children's um, art camp that summer. Everything was underwritten. It was just an awesome experience. It was in the basement of the NED, which is now Jackson Downtown Development. And back in the day when it was the City Hall, um, people would know that basement as our prison at one time. Yeah. So it's it's held a lot of different purposes, but that summer it held a lot of fun and giggles and crayons and oil pastels paint we even blew bubbles out on the sidewalk so that was a fun experience for me that ultimately led me to applying for this role once Kathy Landon Leatherwood announced her retirement so I had to jump at it yeah, absolutely so so you're an artist background then that's right I have my bachelor's of fine arts from Mississippi State um, go dogs and uh, my emphasis was in uh, graphic design from Mississippi State. I came back home to do graphic design at mm-hmm. Porter Cable Delta okay. um, upon graduation, and that was an awesome experience as well. Awesome. And then, so you're you're so you're from here then? That's right, born and raised. And you have family here? And... I do. I do. I have um, my parents and my younger brother are here in Jackson, and my older sister and her family are in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and I used to work in the nonprofit world, and so I know it's a little tricky, like, if you're in the nonprofit world to be involved in other things in the city. Are you involved other ways in the city? I am. I really enjoy it. And thankfully, my job does lend itself mm-hmm. to really forge those relationships, and um, it's led to some really awesome partnerships mm-hmm. by... Um, forming that discussion, um, you know, one of which is the Jackson mural that I think we're going to talk about, but other responsibilities that I've really enjoyed here in our community is um, working with the Jackson Service League, um, Jackson Cotillion Club, um, my um, sorority alumni chapter, Zeta Tau Alpha, I'm, I'm sorority um alumni chapter president and so there's just a few other things I'm, yeah. I'm kind of glossing over them but um, I really do enjoy staying busy yeah. and um, it's really hard for me to say no well <laughs> and, yeah and that is uh, it's because one of those things is uh, I understand there's like there's so many opportunities what's the best one what's yes the best what is with? your best yes and uh, <laughs> and how do you go for that well well let's Head into our break and we'll talk about the Jackson Arts Council. So between the Tennessee and Mississippi rivers, this is our Jackson.
We're back with our Jackson home. I'm here with Melinda Hearn. She's the executive director of the Jackson Arts Council. Melinda, what is, the, I'm sure this is going to be a pain for you to talk about, but what is the Jackson Arts Council? <laughs> you know, there's so much I can share with um, you guys and, um, but we can start by saying, you know, the Jackson Arts Council was formed in 1967. It really has a rich history here in our community. In 67, it received its state charter. Um, the original mission was to really encourage, foster, and promote um, the arts here in Jackson. It has since been condensed to a much um, more concise mission statement to connect and strengthen um, the arts here in Jackson. And uh, we have the pleasure of working with 40-plus um, art groups or wow. groups that There's host, that many art there groups are, in Jackson? Well, let me... There are several groups that host art-related events, and that does include um, our school system as well as um, higher education. So we have relationships with the art departments, Mm -hmm. um, literary arts, and our community. So we we try to keep those lines of communication open, and we promote their events, um, their theater productions, their art Mm -hmm. exhibits, their artist talks, their book readings. As soon as we get that information, Mm -hmm. that goes on our calendar on our website. Site, mm-hmm. which fortunately is a direct feed to the Jackson Chambers website. So we can really connect you to the arts mm-hmm. just by way of what we have online and mm-hmm. our active social media at the Jackson Arts Council. Yeah. So so out of, there's 40, 40, 40 plus, some of, yeah. those, some of those are universities, but that's, you know, even with, you count it all, there's a lot of universities in Jackson. There are. But there, that's there only are. a couple of those 40 <laughs> that still leaves a lot of, I'm guessing some a wide range of groups. Like, what are some of the groups? That it are? is a wide range, and you know what, Kevin? It can. Um, they're run mostly by volunteers, and mm-hmm. so they really do lean on us for those opportunities for a workshop. You know, whether it's a Prezi workshop that we're hosting, a grant workshop, because when you're led by volunteers, you're just really um, your time is limited, and mm-hmm. not many art groups have a paid staff. Yeah. So um, there are a few here in town that do have a few on staff, and they're they're fortunately blessed, and that's what meets their needs mm-hmm. as an organization um so they range from the jackson symphony ballet arts jackson theater guild um the children's and teen theater which is housed there at the ned um jackson choral society um the star center boys and girls club uh rifa um even to the smaller club-oriented ones like jackson photography club um wood turner's group so it's it's really a wide variety. Yeah, and so it's, and things you want necessarily not necessarily think about would be like a Wood Turner's group usually, and maybe this is just the 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 Luddite in me when I think art. Groups. You're thinking of a paintbrush, aren't paintbrush you? Yeah, or, or singing or music possibly, but and and art and theater, but not something like uh, Wood Turner's. But it's yeah, that's an art. Exactly. You know, the Bemis Mill Historical Society is a part of the Arts Coalition, mm-hmm. which is what is um, the shared network of the 40 plus um, organizations that we reach out to and work with. So it really um, has different shapes and forms, mm-hmm. um, different levels of professionalism, and some may be um, to enjoy and just to promote the arts, even yeah. our um, Jackson Art Association, which is now the Visual Art um, association here in Jackson so and that's a wide variety of artists of different mediums mm-hmm. so if you are an artist and you're listening and mm-hmm. or if you want to just learn more about it we can definitely connect you to at least one of those groups that we just kind of glossed upon so what is the 
what is the benefit? What is the what? How do you guys help these art groups? You kind of mentioned promotion. Talk about it a, little, a little bit more. But is there other things? Right, right. There are other things. We do host grant workshops. We do um, allow the opportunity to set face to face appointments for social media for. Um, board development, we offer a scholarship if there's a, an opportunity to further their um, educational growth within their organization. The chamber has um, a wide variety of um, workshops. We've had a social media workshop that we've attended here at the Cope before, so that was really cool that um, that you guys led. And um, having a scholarship from the Jackson Arts Council kind of takes off the edge a little bit because yeah. you can't always anticipate that in your budget, yeah. which has made it that far. And then it doesn't put the burden on the volunteer. So. You're right, because it could be the price that's the make or break. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, having an arts coalition that we um, encourage and promote within the Jackson Arts Council, it really gives folks the opportunity to know they're not in it alone. And it's really comforting and encouraging to know you've got a network, you could have a shared resources, and you could form some really awesome collaborations, um, which really just take it to the next level. Um, Where do you guys receive funding from? That's a great question. In a few different routes, we are... um, actually a separate entity from the city and the county Um, so we we're freestanding even though we are housed in a beautiful city-owned building the Ned on East Main Street across from another beautiful structure called the Greyhound bus station Mm -hmm. that we all know and love with that gorgeous art deco architecture Mm -hmm. Um, but we do receive funding from the city and the county that we um, are extremely grateful for and um, funds from the Tennessee Arts Commission in Nashville and they receive their funds to support the arts through the General Assembly. Um, we have a wide variety of donors that um, have different giving capabilities, and we love and appreciate every donor at any level that they contribute. So from private um, local donors to statewide money and a grant that we received from the Tennessee Arts Commission called Partnership Support, um, that's, that's how our funding looks. There's definitely different shapes to the pie when you look at it as a a pie chart. (laughs) Yeah, well, and that's okay. Diversified income is a lot safer than having just one stream. Yeah, that's Um, a good point. So when you when you go home each day, how do you what do you what do you what happens in a day that you feel like you've you've had a good successful day that day? You know, that's a great question. I think about that because, um, you know, projects are ongoing Mm -hmm. at several times, and you can't always put your finger on that moving target. But it's really awesome when you get that um, appreciation from an art group that mm-hmm. just may have had a light bulb moment of, oh, so that's how you do um, an adjusted budget on a grant um, um, contract. Or, you know, it, it's just a good day when you help someone with some of that minutia. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can't see this through the radio, but I've never seen someone's eyes light up when they, and the, and the word grant be in the same sentence before. So, <laughs> That's ex- that's good that you're excited about those things because yeah. I used to have to write grants and they're not uh, they weren't fun for me anyway. I know some people get a kick out of those things, but um, <laughs> yes. And I have a really awesome office manager, Jessica Temple, and she's very helpful in that area and brought a wealth of knowledge from the world of grants um, to her position as office manager. So I'm fortunate that um, we can work together to meet the needs of those grantees because you know, Kevin, it's it can just be another ugh. 
thing to do on your to-do list that it's hard to carve out that time. Mm -hmm. But if you have someone that's quick to answer their phone, quick to answer an email like Jessica and myself, we can find the answer to your question. Awesome. (laughs) Now, recently, uh, you partnered with the the R. Jackson Home to work on a project downtown. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, that's really cool. Um, The Greetings from Jackson, Tennessee Mural, it's at the corner of Church and Main Street in our downtown Jackson. It's the only side of the brick wall of community cafe that you can actually see and enjoy um so it has a great visibility it's easy just to walk along the sidewalk and see the mural to park right um, in front of it take a snapshot for social media but what's really neat about that is um Katie Howerton with our Jackson Home uh, reached out to me and um, I thought it was awesome and I felt privileged that she asked me to be a part of it and we divided and conquered it. Um, Every letter of the word Jackson has a different artist from a different background, a different relationship with Jackson if they are um, a younger artist or a more seasoned artist, shall we say, um, they have a different story to tell about their experience in Jackson. Um, And each letter really is different because it's their their skill it's their um through their set of eyes a set of lenses um that they created the artwork to go within that letter and it is a the content of each letter is um something remarkable about jackson mm-hmm. now you've had a letter as well yeah i had the letter in the last one it has a huge pop of red in it because it's the tennessee state flag mm-hmm. so that that was really cool red is just always kind of like an exclamation point on anything Absolutely. and so when we saw that we we're like oh yeah let's add a little bit more red in a few other areas and so the artist that was working on the letter j stephanie doss she was like oh i'm gonna make my brick buildings um her letter j has the famous meal and h CI supply um, at the curve of the letter J and so she really kind of turned up the volume on the the red Make that she used yeah okay that's awesome well let's head into our second break and we'll come back and talk about what the role of art is in our city so from our front porch to yours this is our Jackson home director of the Jackson Arts Council. Melinda, um, why are the arts important? Like a lot of people may think, oh, well, you know, we don't need more arts. We need things like factories and things of that nature. But um, I think a lot of people might feel differently, and I'm sure you feel differently. So why are the arts so important? Sure, that's a that's a great subject to hit upon. Um, you know, we know that the importance of the quality of life here in our community really just adds a sense of identity. Mm-hmm. Um, it really turns up the volume on our quality of life here, um, which you really, really get to enjoy when you see the mass of people coming out to enjoy a concert at the AMP mm-hmm. or the line of students um, or students young adults waiting um, to enter in the performing arts camp at the NED over the summer. So the arts really play a big part in just keeping our community vibrant, um, relative, and a place where people want to go and a place where people ultimately want to stay and call it home, just 
yeah. kind of like what the theme is with our Jackson home. Absolutely. It's it's a pride point. The arts are something that um, just adds that additional level of value. Mm-hmm. And um, what are some, we were talking in the break about us, a cool partnership that, that formed in Jackson last summer. Oh, yeah. Listeners about that. that was a cool partnership. Last summer, Tennessee Clean Water Network, along with leaders in our city, as well as with partnership with JEA, uh, we, we were a partner for the Tennessee Clean Water Network, bringing refillable water bottle stations to our community. There's actually two. There's one at the Farmer's Market, and there's one at Liberty Park, close to Tenova. Mm-hmm. So... When you go to walk in any of those parks or you go to the farmer's market, bring your glass or stainless steel water bottle and you can refill that. Or even if it's a plastic bottle, you know, that's a good thing you're not throwing out that plastic. You can give it a second round. So you just pop that water bottle right beneath the spigot and it's um, just a very hygienic way Mm -hmm. of having a water bottle um, refill station. And it also serves as public art. And there's a really cool wrap around each water bottle station, which was um, a generous collaboration with Susan over at Express Printing right beside um, Alba Coffee, actually. Mm-hmm. Scratch that. That's called Woodstock. Yeah, that's okay. It's still new. <laughs> yeah. So Susan was really gracious to share um, her um, time and energy helping me with the graphics. And the graphics were really um, neat because they were made by young hands and those were some really great talented um, kiddos from the Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. the main unit across from Kellogg's so um, special thanks to Sabrina for lending those kids time and talents with me but it, it ended up being a, a feather in their hat because it was a thousand dollar grant um, because of their artwork and you know their artwork was really um along the lines of why do you need water you know the kids love athletics so we Mm -hmm. talked about how to draw a soccer ball with all those unique shapes within a soccer ball we talked about what a water bottle looks like when you're pouring water out of it Mm -hmm. those cool kind of swirly shapes um different animals that live in water so it was a really neat dialogue with those kids and so it wasn't just wasn't just submit some art you went out there and said this is kind of gave some lessons on how to do different I did that see that's really that's kind of taking it to the next level I would say that's right I I had a vision in mind and I wanted it to really pop and um to kind of a message so when they were walking at the farmer's market they could pull their mom over to the water bottle refill station and put their hand right beside their handprint Mm -hmm. and and you know see how much their hands grown or they could tell their mom oh this is um I drew a tennis ball because I'm going to learn how to play tennis one day or um Miss Melinda taught me how to do all those funky shapes within a soccer ball which was a fun challenge so it has a message and um the kids took ownership and Mm -hmm. they were actually at the ribbon cutting when TCWN and Mayor Gist and board members from the Jackson Arts Council were there which was a really cool experience the kids got to um they had these really neat mason jars as their fun little giveaway that day. Tennessee Clean Water Network did. So um, they were refilling their little mason jars with water and um, posing beside their artwork for pictures. So it's neat because they don't always have opportunities within their school yeah. to do art. Yeah. and Especially art that everybody is going to see. 
you're right public art just has that like wow factor Mm -hmm. and it's the type of public art that's not going to leave you um kind of scratching your forehead like sometimes sculptures (laughs) yeah we do have some sculptures in jackson that you know i of course, I'm an art nerd, so I believe in art for art's sake. But there are people, um, we'll just use my parents, for example, that would be like, now, what's the purpose of that sculpture over there by, you know, the Jackson Chamber? And what's the purpose? What's the meaning behind that? And so the public art at the Farmer's Market at Liberty Garden makes complete and total sense. Yeah. And it's useful art. <laughs> yeah. And so everybody's happy. Well, Melinda, what are some ways that we can support the arts in Jackson and support the Arts Council? Which I'm sure those are very similar things. There might be a little bit of difference, but very similar things. Definitely. Well, I encourage all of our listeners to to really find what their place is, uh, what they're connected or what their interests are within the arts. If they really enjoy live music, they may enjoy um, volunteering at the AMP for concerts. They may want to be a season ticket holder for Jackson Symphony. Um, They may have some really cool ideas and they want to form a collaboration like the Mm -hmm. few that you and I have talked about. And there is strength in numbers, so I do encourage folks to do that. And I encourage people to really dream big and... um, Feel free to take your ideas to the Jackson Arts Council and see what we um, or who we can connect you with to get that off the ground. But, you know, buy your tickets, show up to events, tell your friends about it. Use the hashtag Jackson, Tennessee or hashtag support the arts Jackson, Tennessee to spread a positive message about our community. You know, just because we're positioned right between Memphis and Nashville doesn't mean that you have to go there all the time to enjoy the arts and live music and their cultural events. You can really enjoy cool international festivals here in Jackson and live music and, um, you know, a great hometown Christmas parade. There's just a plethora of things that I encourage our listeners to dive into. And um, you can always become a donor as well. So that opportunity is easy through PayPal on our um, website. And what is your website? It's jacksonartscouncil.tn.org. Awesome. Yeah, great calendar on there, too. So when you're ready to go to yeah. an event, just check out that calendar. And, um, and a weekly email. We do a weekly email, you bet. And we'll, we'll be glad to get you side, signed up. Just give us a call or shoot us an email, and we'll, we'll add you to the subscription list. So you'll stay in the know. That's awesome. Well, uh, Melinda, thank you for helping to make Jackson a better place and choosing to follow. Great. Thank you. Today's podcast was hosted by Kevin Adelsberger. Our intro music was performed by Aaron Harden. It was recorded live at The Co. To find out more about The Co., visit their website at www.attheco.com. To find out more about our Jackson home and to read about how amazing Jackson is, visit ourjacksonhome.com.